Welcome to Multiclass Theater Forever After. That's, that's the Shrek reference. That's the fourth Shrek movie. Yeah, okay. At any rate, I'm running out of these. Multiclass Theater is an unscripted and amateur production, but we support the writers and performers striking for their fair share of an industry that profits so very much from their labor. All our decisions, narration, and dialogue are improvised on the spot, so you can expect adult language, gratuitous pop culture references, and fantasy violence. But if those don't bother you, please settle in and enjoy the show. Last time. Our heroes survived the assault from the green flame constructs and retreated back to the Felsic Table Inn to treat their wounds. While Winley came to terms with her near-death experience, the others debated the merits of rescuing Jimra Parsisha and the current power struggle between the Cleansing Fire and Masha Zarin's orthodox rule. After much thought and discussion, many decisions were reached. Winley chose to end her relationship with Gruber for reasons truly known only to her, but perhaps to spare him pain should she be injured again, or worse. The party also opted to test Masha Zarin's offer of access to the Temple Library to get some answers. No sooner do they arrive than they learn that there has been a change in leadership, and Masha herself is now in the very same prison as Jimra. Fortunately, the Temple Guard found Devi's knowledge of Kassir convincing and escorted the team to the library anyway. And that's where we join them, on Multiglass Theater. Also, the librarian really wants to float down Mist's River. The group of you scatter to the four corners of the library, each intent on your own search. You pull the scrolls from the walls and take them back to the communal table that you've all decided to claim as your own. And you sit down and you begin to read. Behind the desk, the librarian is seated, scratching at something on a tablet, seemingly oblivious to whatever you are all doing. Is it Mrs. Mist on the River? Mr. and Mrs. Mist on... Like, no? Okay, never mind. It's fine. <laughs> I get it. I'll just I go fuck myself. Did you find something useful? I think I did, Yes. I would have loved to read the entire thing, but I suppose I'll just speed read. <laughs> Did you find anything, Divi? Were you looking for anything? I, I don't I don't really have anything I need. I was curious about Rotan and his evil swords, but hmm. I don't know if he found anything. Rotan, have you found any information that could be useful to you? Oh, yes, possibly. Uh, what do you know about fire people? Um, I think the term you're thinking of is, is burning people. It's as a verb. It's actually we use the word burn. Well, then he's using it wrong here. How, how do you? What, what, what do you? What did you find? What does it say? It says uh, the lands of the fire people. Oh, so quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you think I meant? So sorry. I thought you were possibly paraphrasing. I thought you meant burning. I knew a lot about burning things, but... Anyways, fire people. Are they people made of fire or people who like fire? I don't know. I'm thinking I should maybe try looking for another book, but I might meet some resistance to that. Why do you not like that one? I, it's just awfully vague. Well, okay. So this author here says that there are three ways to get rid of cursed items, and... One is to throw them into volcanoes, where they go to the fire people. And one is to be kissed by 
uh, true love, but he doesn't think that true love exists. And then uh, the third way is uh, dragon fire. So potentially I will have to find a dragon, get the dragon to breathe on the sword, and then uh, presumably kill the dragon without a sword. Because then I won't have a sword. Well, don't kill it. You could combine all three just to be safe. It's your true love is a dragon, and it kisses you with fire while you're holding the sword. Just all three combined. This seems complicated. Well, aren't we going to a volcano of sorts uh, sometime in the near future? Yes. Yes. uh, I mean, it seems to me that that tossing it into a volcano would be... uh, uh, the easiest solution. Um, yes. But but then, I mean, look here. He says that it goes to the land of the fire people and throwing items into the volcano only empowers them for their inevitable invasion. So I, oh. I, I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound great. So it oh, takes in what makes it stronger. Is and I don't think I'm paraphrasing that because... It actually says it right here. Yes, of course. Well? Well, Those all sound... um... Are you sure you don't have a true love that we don't know about? You know, true love doesn't have to be romantic. You can have a soul connection with many different people. Platonically. (gasps) Gruber! It's it's totally Gruber. Winley gives, like, turns (laughs) and gives the deadliest fucking stare. What? You can't share? I do like Gruber. Yes, if we could change the subject. Um, I actually was wondering if anyone here in this library has ever heard of the Deathlocks or the Eyes of Shoveloff. Every hair on, like, Mist's tail bushes... His ears are up. His eyes get huge. What What name did you just say? I said the death locks or the eyes of Shabaloth. So I I take it you have. Well, I know the name Shabaloth, a.k.a. Squiddy McFuckface, a.k.a. number one on my list of people to kill. It's, it's actually a pretty short list that makes it sound like I have a huge list of people to kill. It's really mostly just like Shabaloth and, and Endu. Right now. Could I read something to you? Please do. Well, this is from Oddities, Artifacts, and Antiques by Tomataro, the Eyes of Shoboloth. Have you seen them? The flashing green in the dark, eyes that peer into the depths of your soul? These are the Eyes of Shoboloth, given to his favored servants by the Arch Fae. These eyes radiate evil and have been found across the continent in the corpses of deadlocks. Nobody knows that the eyes are earned in life or undeath, or what foul deeds these servants must commit to earn them. What powers do these eye-bearers possess? Can Shoboloth see through them? Do they communicate through them? We may never know as the deadlocks certainly aren't talking. And curiously, there is a growing black market for these eyes. They are valued currency on the streets of the corridor. You see, I am hearing and seeing things through mine. Your what? My eye. I can't remark on that. Yeah, we weren't supposed to talk about your eye. But I'm bringing it up. Oh, okay. It's different. I'm starting to have trouble, you see. I can't discern my own thoughts from the ones that are coming from 
My eye. Why do you think your eye is... What's the connection here? No, you don't... I mean, this is rather new to me. You have to understand when it was first put in, it was quite wonderful. Having to be able to see things as they really are. But as of late, my homicidal impulses aren't just my own. Which is very disappointing. As mine are nuanced and lovely... And usually have to do with someone hurting me first, but now it's not really like that. Now I just want to do it all the time. And I want to hurt those that I love. Do you understand? Winley, where did you get that eye? Well, I did come into contact with one deathlock, and... But of course I would kill it. We were all trying to kill it. But I don't know, it spoke to me. It, I wanted it, and, and I took it. And I didn't regret it for a very long time because it gave me so much power and honestly helped me understand myself and my own quarks as they are I feel like it's turning me into a different person so I hope you understand why I did what I did it wasn't random and it's telling me terrible things and so I'm looking for a way to take it out and there was nothing in the, the book and on how to take it out not in this specific one so I was wondering if when it said that, you know, the Deathlocks certainly aren't talking, well, they're corpses, but a little necromancy wouldn't wouldn't hurt if we did end up, well, coming across one. Absolutely, that sounds fascinating. Mist, you look as if you have some hidden information. And since I just bared my soul, I'd love it if you'd at least stroke yours. Mist lifts one of his daggers. If you want it out, I have a suggestion. Don't you think I have tried that already? What did you think I was doing up there in that bedroom for days? I would very easily take a bloody gash. It would be quite beautiful on me. Does no one else... Miss looks around and realizes that Rotan is the only one who was there for... Does it bother you that that squiddy fucker's been watching us this whole time now? A little bit. Although I'm, I'm not sure it, it changes our relationship at all. I, I still want to kill him, and he still wants to kill me. It, huh? I am unclear. But that's going to be a lot harder when it like knows what we've been doing, when it can see us coming. If I'm to understand correctly, that it, what you are saying is that this Shebeloth can see through Windley's eye. Probably not like he's watching 24-7, as there are many eyes everywhere, apparently. Hmm. Have you considered an eye patch? That's actually a wonderful idea. Isn't it hilarious that I never thought of that? Did, did you try it? No, but I think I will. Winley gets in her pack and <laughs> puts together a random eye patch out of cloth and uh, pieces of leather. Hang on, before you put that on, Mist gets right up in Winley's face, but like very much focused on that eye. He lifts his paw up and extends his middle claw. Okay, I'm good. I won't take that personally, as I know it wasn't. No, don't. That's for your passenger there. Because I must say, the things that my eye is telling me to do right now is quite interesting. And she puts the eye patch on. I might need a little bit of clarification here. Um, who exactly is Squiddy McFuckface? Yeah, I would also like to know. This isn't the place for it. Okay. When we regroup, back at the inn. Well, everyone, I'm, I'm so sorry to take up so much of this time, but you just have to understand that 
having this evil thing, not just beside me, but inside me, telling me to do things all the time. It's not like anyone here would understand. Oh, oh, really? (laughs) 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 Oh, no. Question. Yes? Do you think our squid face can hear what we say as well? Have, have you had any indication of that? No, I haven't had any sort of inclination that it's attached to my ears as well. But you never know, things can sprout up. Why, Roton? I was thinking if we ever have to communicate with Squidface, we'll have to write it in big letters on a sign and then hold it up in front of you. I understand what you're saying, but my mental health is really going down the drain. Desi, did you find anything of use? Well, uh, I did find a bit of information on the uh, rituals uh, that have to do with Kasia. Apparently, if we were to create offerings to Kasia, we would need a few things. According to this book here, it says, and he flips a few pages, uh, yes, we need um, a green fire lamp. With clear mind, ignite the lamp which burns with Kasia's flame. That's, that's step number one. Step number two, we need uh, Drella's pain, which uh, this says it's a, a small obsidian glass uh, pyramid. And this says, uh, yes, place Drella's pain atop the lamp. The flame illuminates the pyramid as the wisdom of Kassir illuminates us all. And then the last uh, component is uh, dried Roy blossoms, which we are to offer the Roy blossoms to the flame. The blossoms are pleasing to Kassir. Inhale and be cleansed. And then uh, there's there's one other thing here that says, uh, follow Drella's path. Place your finger upon the pain so you may relive Drella's sacrifice. The pain connects you to Kassir. Speak your devotion. And um, could come in handy. Yes. So we're got a shopping, we've got a shopping list to put together. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I mean, the lantern's easy. They're, those are everywhere. We just need to, you know, shimmy up a pole. and. Yes, that shouldn't be too hard to acquire. The green fire lamp. Uh, Drella's pain... Um, a small. Didn't we see a, a, a glass a pyramid of sorts in the uh, in the tomb, or was that a different? Am I thinking? Or was that a big one? I wonder if they have them at the gift shop. Maybe at the gift shop. Little cool glass pyramid souvenirs. Yes, Drella's pain. Daisy, after we get out of here, I'm sure we can find the flower. It is blooming everywhere right now. I'd be happy to show it to you. Oh yes, yes, that would be lovely. All right, wonderful. Yes, so when the uh, the flowers. Um, green fire lamp we have, and, and Drella's pain uh, a trip to the gift shop, perhaps. Buck, have you found anything? Buck carefully takes off a pair of very tiny reading glasses, and he tucks them in his shirt pocket. Well, my session isn't great, but I still feel like I learned quite a bit about portals here in Ogvani, and apparently the Tyran Empire used them as a sort of a well, let's call them roads, for lack of a better term. They had them stationed out through the major cities, and they could just hop about using portal stones. And those stones need the Shard of Tear to work, which I think is part of why everything's gone all hinky. And there's mm. kind of an idea about recharging everything instead of destroying it, or... I don't know, it's just something to kick around. Maybe just think on it for a little bit. Interesting. So the shards are used to power these these portals. Apparently so. Hmm. Charge the shard. Charge the shard. Yes. These things sure got a lot of mileage for there being only three of them. 
Well, were there ever only three of them? Or were there more than that? Well, everything I've read... Can I do an arcana check? Because I'm... Mist slash Mike is kind of speculating now. How much power does this thing have? Give, give me an arcana check. 11. One of these days on an on one of these checks, it's finally going to land on a 20. I'm going to learn something important. But today's not that day. You're not 100% sure how it works, but it, it definitely seems like these things had quite a bit of power. Based on what you're putting together from all these disparate sources and some of the things that have happened as a result of them. Well, good news then. Buck, we may have a way home for you after all. Does anyone else have anything, any other information? Did we, did we go over every, did we do everything that we set out to do? I mean, I'm taking out Winley's eye, I'm putting high on the priority list, but um, Order of Chaos also uh, still remains major goal right now. Yes. And the political prisoners, it sucks to be them? Or... Mist looks around for, like, the guard that let us in and making sure that they're not... What was that? <laughs> There's a guard standing by the door, but the guard seems indifferent, if not bored. And the librarian has gone back to her, whatever she was writing. Well, that's something that we will need to discuss. Right. We were going to talk to Kassir and find out if Kassir thinks we should rescue the prisoners. Right? Kinda. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna need to have a chat about some things. Well, I can tell you that Roz is definitely pro-rescue. At least of one of them. Yeah. What we'll need to discuss. But not in the library. Yeah. With, like, the freaking guards right there? Yeah, like, the kind of folks that... that, Like, the dude who told us about one of the political prisoners? Yeah. Don't want to talk about that right in front of him. Right. I should lower my voice. I think we should make our exit. Everyone got their got notes that they need? Believe yes. so. But oh. Mist, be sure to say goodbye to your girlfriend. Mist just <laughs> stares at Winley, taps the hilt of his dagger for a moment. Alright then, so we're good. We are good. So not saying goodbye to girlfriend. Well we gotta go take these scrolls and stuff back. We can't just leave them here. That'd be super rude. Well yeah, I mean Oh yes, 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 yes. Everyone, give your scrolls to Mist. He'll bring them back. Winley, like, upchucks her scroll <laughs> to land <laughs> in Mist's hands. Oh, thank you, Mist. Roton passes his <laughs> scroll to you as well. Mist looks at his arm full of scrolls. <laughs> I hate you all. And then he turns to return them to the librarian. You walk to the desk. And at first the librarian <laughs> is not paying attention. She's... Her head is down. She's writing something in a very long and and beautiful script. And then when she sees you come up, she quickly pushes back from the desk and stands up and just kind of smooths out her robes. I'm very happy that you've come back. I'm... Did you think about my offer of dinner? Um... So just let let me know what time. I get off at 7. Uh... 7.30 then? 7.30, 7.30, okay. Um, I don't... And just then, as you're standing there, making small talk, chimes start to sound throughout the room. And you hear them echoing not just in the room, but in the hallway, as if the entire temple, the entire pyramid is resonating. Oh, oh my goodness. And she 
quickly runs around the edge of the desk and is next to you. And she grabs you by the arm, Mist, and actually puts her arm through yours and hooks it. Uh, Come, uh, we must go. We are, we are being called to be addressed by the high priest. What? Do what now? No, all of us, we must go. Oh. It is required. Come, it is a great honor you are here for. All of, all of you, come. Oh. And you see the guards at the door are suddenly at attention. All, all, all right. Um. Yeah, I, we're, we're not going to be rude. Do, do we have to run? Well, no, but but we should hurry. We we would like, we want a good spot. Okay. So come, 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 and she starts dragging you forward, Mist, as she gestures to the rest of you. I mean, I'm gonna, like. Go? I'll follow. She pulls you forward into the hall and begins to walk with you down the hall. And as she's walking, she's talking about the pyramid and the various um, frescoes that you pass. And she sounds extremely proud of the temple and of the art that decorates the walls. The group of you wind back very much the way you came until you come to that big, open, central courtyard that is the interior of the pyramid. And you see that people have gathered in the central courtyard and that on the terraces that line the interior walls going up hundreds and hundreds of feet, that those are filled with people too as everyone stands looking out into this great open space. It is a breathtaking sight. All the people, the vines and the gardens hanging off these terraces, the water that forms an oasis at the center of the pyramid, and the trees within. And at the very top, there is a lone terrace that is empty. The people around you stare at it, expectantly, as if waiting for someone to appear. Look, up there, that is the high priest's terrace. That is where he will come and address us. Perhaps he brings word of Kassir. Who is the current high priest? His name is Malin Olvos. Olvos? Olvos. He was the, well, I guess you could say the assistant priest or the second priest uh, until recently, until it was revealed that Mashazarin was a betrayer and she was imprisoned and Malin Olvos, who speaks with the voice of Kassir, has ascended to take her place. Betrayer? I just heard she was incompetent. Well, you know, six and one half dozen of the other, you know how it goes. What did she do to betray everyone? Apparently she was conspiring with the cleansing fire. Really? Oh, that seems highly unlikely. That's so... I've never heard of that. <laughs> Crazy. All right. Huh. Yes, rumors have it that there has been a rash of murders around the city. And people's hearts are being cut out by the cleansing fire to be used in rituals to bring down Kassir. Ooh. Why, why, why exactly would the, the cleansing fire, like, is it that they don't think that the, uh, the, the high priest speaks with the true voice of Kassir? Is that the, and, the, and that yes. they do? Ah. They believe that only they do, and they believe that the righteousness of Kassir is to wash over us all. They wish nothing but death and destruction upon all of us. Oh, yeah. How horrible. That sounds bad, yeah. Yes, it is terrible. Kassir is a loving god. Well, they must have some pretty powerful evidence if they can just toss the priests of the religion in jail. I suppose so. Yes, the entire council, they must have found information that Masha Zarin was distorting the words of Kassir. 
and conspiring. I don't know. They did not give us, you know, they don't tell us everything. We are just humble servants to the priests and to Kassir. Will they tell us here? Is this like a, a trial? I don't or... think, you think so. I, no, I don't know. Well, I'm eager to hear what the new guy has to say. You get the sense that this sort of excitement is spreading throughout the room. She is not the only one excited and interested and curious about what the high priest has to say. There is a, a palpable excitement in the room. A few minutes pass, and the excitement is building, and it's growing. And just when it seems like it's reached its fever pitch, when people are just ready, up on the high priest's terrace, you see two masked figures step forward and take a position at either side of the terrace. And then stepping forward in the center of it, wearing the mask that you've only ever seen on Masha Zarin, is the new high priest. The crowd erupts in cheering. It echoes within the pyramid. The high priest basks in it. He raises his arms, inviting more, and the crowd roars. He has them in the palm of his hands. And then he turns his hands. He slowly lowers them, and the crowd begins to quiet. And you hear a voice, as if a man is standing next to you, speaking softly. It is clear as day. My people, I have come to you with the words of Kassir ringing in my ears ringing in my heart. I come to tell you that this is a new day for Sisha. Kassir has spoken. Kassir has blessed me. We are to honor Kassir with nine days of feasting. At this, the crowds begin to roar and cheer. The cleansing fire are done. We have caught their so-called spark. Jimra Palsisha, we have caught the betrayer. And to commence this feasting, this celebration of the one true Kassir, we will execute them tonight on the steps of the pyramid. At that, the crowd explodes into cheering. Melanovo stands there, basking in the cheering, in the roars. And then he clasps his hands behind his back. He turns, and he walks back from the terrace. So do you think it's everybody who's going to be feasting, or is it just going to be rich people? These are the questions. So wasn't there just an execution like a few days ago? Was that a different usurper, or just part of the same? That was Masha Zarin executing some higher up in the cleansing fire. That was a quick turnaround. Was there mm-hmm. feasting then, too? No, there was rioting. Oh, there's sometimes a fine line. Hey, Ro- Rotan, um, yes. what do you think Suldal would feel about this situation? Oh. You know, you know our friend, our friend Sudal back in Tyr, when we, when we met with her and, and Jerry? Yes, <laughs> yes, I, I think she would probably have some very uptight and unhelpful uh, position, which would be <laughs> difficult to... Uh, to translate into action, and I am a man of action. Fair enough. I don't know what I expect. Oh, was that a, a, a rewatsit question? Um, not really, but I'll explain it to you later. Wow, that is really exciting. Perhaps we could meet tonight and watch the execution. 
Uh, and then feast afterwards. You know, I gotta be honest. Executions tend to put me off my off my supper. Is that the phrase I want? I feel like that's a phrase. Oh, I, I understand. Then um, tomorrow, perhaps. Yeah, tomorrow might be a better a, a better option. That that way that way uh, you know everyone can enjoy this evening sort of um, in the in the way that they see fit. Okay, so then um, tomorrow I will meet you on at the the, the terrace cafe. And I will, I will be wearing a a roy blossom, on my robe, so you will know, uh, where to find me. And and I will be the cat, so you will know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I I have to get back to work, so um, I will see you tomorrow. Yep, look looking forward to it. She does this little curtsy and 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 is uncertain what to do, and then kind of scampers off through the crowd, leaving you alone. Well, relatively alone. You're surrounded by hundreds of people who are murmuring in conversation about what just happened. I think it's um, a good idea, Desmond, to, to get your ingredients. Yes, to, to have some sort of a conversation with Cassia. Yes. Lights um, help clear things up for us as far as yes. our next move. Because yeah. if we don't do anything before this execution, then... If I know anything about the cleansing fire, then they might see this as an opportunity. Yes. To strike. Yeah, we should help them, right? All right. Mm. I think we need to be a little bit well, more careful I... than that because we're going to yes. have to fight our way out hey, of this that's city. That's the thing. If that's yes. the case. <laughs> Let's regroup at our inn and then yes. decide what our plans are going to be for the night. What? You don't yes? want to talk about treason in the open? <laughs> <laughs> Rather not. But I do think um, your little kitty is missing you. Oh, Wally. He is. Precious baby. If we need to burn the city, I'll burn the city for Wally, but I'm not... uh, Let's just go. Yes. Yes. Hey, everybody. It is Diana. Welcome to the mid-roll. Just me this time. I know it's been a very long time since we've had a mid-roll. And I wanted to take a moment to sort of apologize for that and really apologize for the inconsistent release schedule that we've had over these last few months. It's summer. It's been a challenge for us. Um, I'm just making excuses, but, you know, life and work and now with the cast being as large as it is, it's been a struggle to schedule time. And I know that many of you who have D&D campaigns of your own know what a challenge it can be to get everybody together. As much fun and joy and happiness as the sessions bring, it can also be difficult to just get everyone in the same space. And so that's been a challenge for us. And, you know, I, I want to apologize and I want to thank you all for sticking with us through these inconsistent and sporadic releases My goal going forward is that the releases will be more consistent. Um, You may have seen that last week we released our first Sideshow episode, and that was an attempt to do something different. I know there's been a lot of questions about, well, Debbie in particular and how she works, and she's completely broken on every single level, but that's the way Amanda builds her characters. Um, So we thought we would do an exploration of that, and... Who better to do that than Mike and Amanda, who are two people who can really geek out on mechanics in a way that 
I can't, or won't, or don't, or... I do, but it's not my favorite thing. Anyway, expect to see more of those in the future with other characters, and maybe, you know, if you want, deep dives on lore or really anything. I mean, it can be an opportunity for you to help us figure out what to talk about and what you would like us to talk about. Maybe it's just getting to know us better. I don't know. We're still figuring it out. We're getting to that point in the season that uh, the end is coming up. I know this has been a very long season. We started recording it, I think, last year, maybe January. I don't know. It's been so long. I, I can't even really remember. I think it was last year because of the in-person episode. Uh, Adam was in town, and I think that was last summer. Yeah, but we're getting to the end, and that means that our Behind the Curtain episode is coming up. So we need your questions. As always, the Behind the Curtain channel is open on Discord. The cast cannot see that channel, so if you have questions you've been thinking about and would like to ask, please drop them in there. Or you can email us at multiclasstheater at gmail.com, reach out to us on Facebook, or guess what? We have a Threads presence now. I kind of went away from Twitter slash X because of, I mean, I mean, I, I don't have to explain it. So we're going to try Threads out, um, see how that works. Uh, so if you're on Threads, then go ahead and follow us uh, at Multiclass Theater. And I'm hoping to do some more content. I've also recently discovered an AI art generator. And even though I'm 100% pro uh, SAG, pro the Animators Guild, pro the WGA and the strike and everything they're doing, also I've managed to kind of generate some really cool art related to the podcast, related to characters, related to locations. And I'm sharing that with Discord. I'll be sharing that on threads as well. Also, please rate, review, wherever you get your podcast. It's been too long since we've had a review. And really, it helps us find new listeners, or more importantly, new listeners to find us. And if you want, we still do have our Patreon as well. You can uh, support us there at multiclass, uh, patreon.multiclasstheater, or backslash multiclasstheater. Anyway, it's on Patreon. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy the rest of the show, and uh, we'll see you around the theater. You file out of the temple, you find yourselves in the temple district, and you follow the same path that took you to the temple district. As you cross the bridge on the west side of town, Winley, you are walking behind Rotan, wary that somebody may see you, but you make it through there unseen and unbothered, much to your relief. Was I able to pick up uh, a flower on the way? Yes, the flowers grow most everywhere, though the flowers that you find are fresh. I suppose you could dry them, or you could simply stop in a store and buy a kit that has everything you need in it. Mm. For the low, low price of one gold piece, you can get an entire Kassir devotional kit. I think that's a good idea. Complete with hymnal. <laughs> I think that's a good idea to get to pick one up and then bring it back, just so we have everything. And so the kit contains a small lamp and then there is a obsidian glass pyramid and there's actually a hole in the bottom so that it can sit on top of the lamp the lamp has like a mesh top so that you could put an offering in it mm. sort of like a small brazier so that 
everything is self-contained for you to reach out and contact Kassir. And how many of these kits does the store have for sale? Oh, probably a dozen. People talk to Kassir a lot around here. No guarantee Kassir will answer. Yeah, probably a, a, a busy signal we get when we call up Kassir. He's very busy. They're like the iHeart New York stores. It's just like <laughs> exactly. They're like for tourists, like everywhere. Seashell. <laughs> get your Kassir bumper stickers here. <laughs> Offerings to Kassir. Offerings to Kassir. Green matches. <laughs> I got a bird at Bird Mart. <laughs> Some kind of bird. Oh, man. And then you make it back to your inn. When you reach the inn, the door's closed. There are no patrons inside. Any who have tried to come in have been told the inn is closed. When you arrive back, though, uh, Gruber is not in the main room. But there is a bed on the bar, and Wally is curled up in this makeshift bed, sleeping softly. All right. Options. We could just bail. We could just walk away. This isn't our this isn't our city. These aren't our politics. We could just bail. We know where we need to go next for our goals. That volcano island thing. Do we owe anything to Masha? Do we owe anything to Jimra other than she seemed nice and not the bloodthirsty maniac that she's being made out to be? Can we rescue one and not the other? Masha threatened us, so screw her. But Cleansing fire. They're they're good. We should help them. All right. Well, do we have a reason beyond Roz just really wanting it that bad? I mean, I'm what... not saying no. I'm just trying to figure out what exactly we would be gaining from that. What do you need? I mean, she's she's pretty authoritative. Oh, I like Roz just fine, but we need a reason to be doing this that isn't just because Roz said so. That's all I need. We could do this ritual. I can ask one question. So I mean, um, we can we could ask like um. Is the cleansing fire the true uh, voice of Kassir? And then we would know the answer, right? So, the, the, but, like, then what? Better yet, who speaks for Kassir? Right. Because then we know. Cleansing fire could be... Is the cleansing fire the true voice? The, the answer there could be no, but that doesn't mean that the high priest is, because he That's seems true. like a huge dick. This is true. I mean... Yeah, humility was not his strong suit. Uh, assuming we have the uh, correct answer, then then do we decide to get mixed up in the politics here? I'm starting to get the vibe, uh, basing this off of nothing. Maybe the uh, murderings that have been pinned on the cleansing fire are not actually their fault. Again, this is kind of a gut feeling. Hmm. I also sort of wonder what kind of an adventuring team we'd be if we stuck to, you know, what our goal was from the beginning. An effective one. Because I don't think this was the goal, as sad as it is, but I do think it is important and vital that we get to this volcano. Um, but we did buy the kit. We might as well use it, don't you think? Mm. Yes. And, but- I mean, it, there is always the chance that whoever is the true voice of Kassir could offer us some um, aid in some way if we were to assist them, uh... They Whether seem that's... like powerful allies. Well, yes. yes. And Masha did offer us help. Um, Rotan and I have had some past dealings with her, him more than me. Um, she is not great. She's she's not. I, I, I don't disagree with you. Neither was Soldal. Neither is... Um, mysterious Belgian guy. Arnon! I mean, he's dead, but, like, 
So what I was getting at, Rotan, is remember that great big old council thing in Tyr like two seasons ago? No? Last season. season. Wow, really? Okay. It seems like a long time ago. It does. It does. But she was part of that. So she is not great, but she at least seems to be on the side of not ending the world. Right? I mean, I mean, am I wrong here? Oh, I think you're doing great, boss. Oh, gosh. Mist holds up a hand for a high five from Tingles. He gets five in return. Sweet. Well, now I'm less sure. If that thing supports it, mm, I'm against it. Why don't we just do the bloody kit? <laughs> let's... Okay? Yeah, let's, start, let's, the, let's start just there. Just do let's the, the kit. ritual, and then see what happens after that. Yes. Yeah, so, so what actual spell are you going to cast, Matt? A divination. Fourth level. Desmond, where are you going to go to perform this ritual? I imagine we'll just find kind of a, you know, I mean, I just kind of stay there in the room um, with, uh, I imagine like Mist and I are probably like sitting cross legged across from each other with like the ritual things in the middle or something like that. And You set up in the middle of the room. You push a table aside and make some room on the floor. You set down the lamp, put the glass pyramid next to it. The dried flowers are in a little canister to the other side. You sit on one side, cross-legged. Mist sits across from you. Close my eyes and reach out. Do I feel anything, any kind of connection or like... You reach out, you wave your hand, and the lamp ignites. A green flame begins to dance from whatever fuel resides within. You set the small basket on top of the frame. You place the dried flowers in the basket. And the room starts to fill with this wonderful, fragrant smell that actually reminds you not of the caverns, but of a waterfall or the smell of a rainy day, the smell of a forest far, far away. You reach over, you take the glass pyramid, you affix it to the top, and the glass begins to illuminate within, filling the room with this soft, green glow. As if bidden, the torches in the room begin to diminish. Someone or something seems to be controlling them. The torches extinguish, and the room is lit by this green glowing lamp before you. You reach out with one finger, and you place it on top of the pyramid. The pain comes almost at once, It is very hot to the touch. It is uncomfortable to keep your finger there. But now you know it's time to ask your question. Will rescuing Jimra or Masha Zareen be beneficial to our quest? In the silence, all you hear is the breathing of your companions. And then a soft murmur, meow, as Wally rolls over on his back enjoying the most wonderful kitten dream. Suddenly, above the lamp, Roz appears. Her eyes are glowing with that same warm green as the lamp. And she says to you, One is lost, one needs help. Free the spark, save the world. And then Roz disappears. You take your finger from the pyramid as it has been excruciating to keep it there. You take one point of damage. The torches around the room spring back to life. 
as if for that moment, everything just paused mid-breath while you awaited that answer. Ouch. All right. Well, that definitely cleared some things up. I'm assuming you heard too, miss. Yes, everybody heard. Roz spoke aloud. It is the first time you've ever heard her speak. So everybody heard. Everybody heard. Well, um, save the spark, save the world. That is an unexpected, um, turn of events. <laughs> I mean, if a cheerleader can save the world, so, um. <laughs> well, then perhaps this Jimra person is more important than we, um, first thought. Yeah, I think we got a clear answer on who's really Team Kassir here. Yes. One is lost. One needs help. So Ma- Masha's kind of lost cause. Is that the vibe? That's what I would gather. At the same time. Well, um, all right. A- after that, um, what are our uh, thoughts now? Debbie looks very distracted. She she is having a, a furious telepathic conversation with Roz. So in that moment, you're all sitting there sort of searching for what to do. And Debbie is having this animated yet silent conversation with an invisible creature. The door opens. Gruber walks in. Oh, hello. Hello, Gruber. Oh, hello, sir. I was just seeing the Concord. I don't mean to disturb you. I was going to go start dinner, sir. So, if you need me, I'll be in. And he looks at Winley and swallows hard. Um, I'll be in the, the kitchen, sir. And then he leaves you and walks into the kitchen. Okay, I guess that's how we're dealing with this. How else would you like me to deal with it? Please. I don't know, but awkward silence following communication? Well, I broke it. I broke the awkward silence. I thought it was smart that I did that. All right, right, we're fighting. We don't need to be fighting. We need to be focusing. We don't need to be fighting. Teamwork right now. You're correct. And anyway, I, I do have this eye patch on. So hopefully that's helpful in some way. From my understanding, it seems like we're going to go on with our plan of going to the volcano. Correct? Uh, what? Well, I thought we were rescuing them. Really? We have to stay here. Well, I mean, I was all for um, going on to the volcano as well until... Me too. <gasps> Devi! Message! You, you, have a, you, have so, you have a messaging spell, don't you? I do, yes. Oh, Winley, you but do I too. get to choose when to use it. <laughs> well, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> Would you Can like you... me to send a message to? Um... No, 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 no. <laughs> Can you send it? Have you? Have... You didn't meet Jimra, though. You can't. Can you send a message to someone you've never met? I don't think so. All right. Well, okay. Before we we send messages, we gotta like figure out what it is that we're doing first so that we communicate appropriately. What is our decision? I I mean, should we take a, a vote? No, I think we've all said we're going to do it. I was the one that was opposing it. Now I'm, I'm not. I'm not oh, entirely of sure myself. Does he even get a vote? Of course he gets a vote. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have to be within range for message. Or I guess I was thinking oh. of sending. Sending. Sending is the, is the spell that you can... Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait. It says you have I to be familiar have... with them. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Have I met Masha? No. No. Devi's met both of them, but... Devi doesn't have the sending spell. Sylvie has the sending spell. Oh, oh damn it. That's what... All right. I... Damn. You humans all look alike. <laughs> <laughs> so, Roton, what are you thinking? Because I know we all care. Well, I 
am, of course, a hero, and it's not clear to me what the heroic thing to do is here. Save the world? You're the damsel in distress. Yes. I find all of these factions to be suspect. What about the save the world part? You've heard that, right? I did hear it. Yes, that sounded very good. But it was not clear to me uh, how we do it. That's the question. I mean, what if rescuing one of them is what we need to do to save the world, but rescuing both of them destroys the world? Well, we were specifically told save the spark, save the world. And... One is lost. One is lost. So... Is the spark lost or is the spark not lost? Well, save the spark, save the world, regardless of whether the spark is in fact lost... Bailing her out seems to be necessary. So, on the list. Yes. Then the question becomes, do we go ahead and pull Masha, just in case she's the one who actually needs help, and the spark is lost, yet somehow... Oh, God, this is making my head hurt. You know what? It's probably just easiest if we save them both, and then, you know, the world's end in either way, so it... Whatever. It's Aaron on the side of caution. And if Masha doesn't like it, um, she can go right back in the damn cell, or I'm sure amongst us we have at least one spell that can neutralize her for a while. I mean, even if she's not, like, the voice of Kassir, she could, I mean, she, she was once ruler of the city. She might have valuable insights, valuable information. She's not going to want to stick around here. She's going to hightail it out as soon as she can. I wouldn't stick around if I'd been, well, and now the rescuing part is... Uh, don't try and get uptight on me on this one. Just let me let me get it through here. What if we don't, but we also have Debbie? I like the way you think. Oh. Are you going where I was going with that? How? Yeah, yeah. You kill her, you bring her back. That was where I was going too. Okay. What's the longest dead corpse you've successfully brought back to life? Uh, 63 seconds. Oh. Well, okay. Well, hold on. <laughs> I don't know if we could get to the body quite quick. Right after he was executed. Yes, and Cassia did say, save the spark, save the world. I don't know if... Well, he didn't say that we couldn't let it die first. We'll need to engineer some sort of distraction so all the people at the execution won't notice us resurrecting the body. I'm not against that plan at all, Buck, but perhaps it could be plan B. Perhaps we could at least try to get her out first. Hmm. And then wind up on the pyre with her? Well, no, they don't burn them. Unless you're being oh, metaphorical. Right. They drown them, remember? Yeah. Oh, that's right. They're in the... <gasps> Dizzy, you can... God, I can... You could you could command the water. <gasps> yes, or I could I could summon... Um, oh, elemental. The elemental, which I'm forgetting. I named Jim. him once and I can't remember. <laughs> Jim with a Jim. D. <laughs> Jim? Jim with a D, yes. Jim with a D? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> Jim, that's right. Jimmed. Um, I could summon Jim and and instruct Jim to, like, you know, it could look like, oh, she's being dragged down, but then Jim could whoosh her away at the last moment and then not, you know, bring her up somewhere else where, where, where we are. And then, and then um, it, it, for all intents and purposes, oh, she's drowned, but we, we know otherwise. I think this is a very good plan, but I still... I mean, don't you think it would be good to talk to her? To kind of smuggle our way in? I can make many people invisible. We can also talk to her when she's dead, just FYI. The other hitch, and I don't know how much this is an issue, but when you execute someone publicly, you're generally doing it to send a message. And 
if the people who are supposed to receive that message perceive that the message is sent that may they may take action and or enter an emotional state based on the message they received okay okay what if what if what if the fact that look we know we're we know we're going to revive jimra or teleport teleport her underwater or elemental her out underwater but every other motherfucker is going to see her die and that might be you know a problem for the morale of the cleansing fire or the morale of the high priest's flunkies or any number of things that could shift like when people feel discouraged they don't do stuff even if it would be in their best interest but you know what does inspire people resurrection yeah but then everyone would have to see that and no, we they don't. They just, be they there just like... see him die, and they see him come back three days later. It's good. Well, you just yeah, you put him in a cave. Why three days? What if we went and met with the cleansing fire somehow, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and then nope. told them Mm-mm. of our plan, and then we could we could they could create a, a distraction when we after they throw her in the water and 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 avert everybody's so that's way so that way. That way, the cleansing fire knows what's going on and then gives us a chance to um, uh, more effectively extract um, Jimra. But if they're not panicking because their leadership has been murdered in the streets, then the people in Sisha are going to get suspicious that something's happening. So the fewer people who know that we're doing this, the better. We could tell them to uh, pretend as if they're they're um, horrified and they're like, no, no, how dare you? And then they... they, they attack or something or create some kind of diversion and in that diversion we then swoop out um Jumra. we could just let them feel their natural feelings that's true yes yes and then after feeling their natural feelings and we've rescued Jimra, then we you know Jimra's alive and can go back and see them and then we are in their favor i'm also partially of the mind that i don't <laughs> it's not really our responsibility to figure out what happens with the city we're fulfilling our duty whatever that may be or we decide that that is we're fulfilling that by saving the spark so whatever happens after that i won't say it's not our business because apparently we own an in here and mist has a date here thanks yeah i don't want you to forget it i need you to have something to look forward to so you feel hopeful about this mission killing squiddy mcfuckface remains high on my list of things i'm looking forward to so if i do go down here who's gonna kill him so that's you know I got things to do. I'm not, like, eager for this to go sideways. Plus, we got to get that one out of here. And he points at the kitten on the counter. He's just so angelic. No, he's adorable. Baby animals always get me. He's going to be such a good hunter when he gets older. Well, everyone, we only have a few more hours before sundown. I really need to pick something. I vote for the plan of let them die and go fetch the bodies and resurrect them. You know, I gotta say, I was kind of worried about you all, like, but I'm really liking the way this plan is coming together. Letting them die and then bringing them back. I mean, that's stone cold. Great. Now he likes my plan. All right, new plan. I did warn y'all that it was a bad plan. So we do have at least one thing to our advantage. And Mist adjusts the brim of his hat. I got a pretty good look at those uh, high temple guard dudes that were standing up there with um, what's-his-nuts, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mist is now wearing their attire. Their ceremonial mask and robe? Yep. 
jazz hands. What is jazz? Don't worry about it. Point is, uh, so now, guess who would look un- inconspicuous in the dungeons? Well, all right. Well, there's something here, because if Mist can disguise himself to look like one of the city guards, and we have a few, you know, we've made a few friends around this city with um, some of the local uh, guards, then perhaps we could contact them somehow, uh, go in and have a conversation, or um, something. We could also go in invisible. They've got to have some sort of spell or anti-spell thing going on. Because this is their major political prisoner. I think we are vastly underestimating what lengths they might go to to keep their prisoners. Buck, you haven't been rolling with us very long. Vastly underestimating things is like 90% of how we operate. Yes, we're very good at it. Well, Mist, I could also disguise myself as well. I have a spell for that. I also have a, a wonderful theatrical kit in my bag. So we two of us go in. We could try and just if there's magics that we run into i can dispel yes. that at least a couple of times i also am from here so um the jargon and i do look like i'm from here so True. it could help yeah, i mean the last thing i want to do is out myself by being like flamio hotman and like dude that's like a century out of d- any rate um correct yeah we can all be captured at the same time i hate that plan i hate that plan a lot worse than letting them die but Okay. Look, I'm I'm spitballing here. Like th- no bad ideas. Listen, this is a brainstorming session. So so we have plan A is let her die, resurrect. That's plan A. Or that's that's plan number 1. It's A plan. Yeah. It's A plan. It's A plan. And then plan 2 is somehow find a way to open the underwater cage and use the elemental to whisk her away. Plan 3 is disguise ourselves/ slash invisibility and go and and perhaps infiltrate somehow could we do some combination thereof initial plan is try and get them out if we can't get them out we open the cage if we can't open the cage then we just recover the bodies and hope that they're fresh enough for debbie to bring back i can make sure they stay fresh i think that might be the best that is a disconcerting thing to hear debbie but yeah i I agree with desmond that that does seem like the best order of operations. So we, we're planning on, 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 on going in and getting her out somehow, like, while disguised and invisible? Is that... So my thinking is, Winley and I can roll in, like, pretend like we're there to deal with one of the prisoners or something. Find the cell, find Jimra, maybe Masha. Once we get out of the cell, turn invisible and just make all the haste to get back to safety. If we should somehow manage to not do that, we can at least let her know that there is a backup plan and that we're going to try to get her out of the water. And so maybe she won't be quite so, like, panicked? Not drown as fast if the elemental has trouble opening the... Like, we can at least establish a line of communication and let her know she's not alone. Mm. Yes. While you're all sitting there talking this over, the kitchen door opens and Gruber walks out and he's carrying a bowl on a uh, saucer, and tucked next to it is a small piece of bread. Um, I was just sort of listening, and I don't know. Um, Mr. Desmond, can't you just move the water around? Well, I mean, it's just an idea. I thought about it. Anyway, I'm gonna, I've got a stew, if anyone's hungry. 
I'm gonna go up to my room. Excellent, Gruba. Thank you very much. What do we mean move the water around? Like use the water to just carry her where we want? Well, um, I was thinking, um, well, you know how when you blow bubbles, you just, it's like filled with air and I don't know. It's a dumb idea. I'm just a Gruba. No, no, Gruba. That's a that's a wonderful idea. It's just we've I, had it, a lot of dumb ideas. <laughs> carry on. Okay, and he trudges up the stairs. Well, it's something I'd thought about, to be honest. If I can open the cage, then I could shift the current of the water to. Wait, why are we opening the cage? Just leave them in the cage. Yeah, well, they said save them, not free them. Well, actually, moving the cage might be the easiest part, because then it'll just look like faulty equipment that they lost the cage. That's not a bad idea. We could put a cart in the bottom of the river so that the cage lands on the cart and it makes it easier to move. Yes, let's make it more complicated. <laughs> I could help with that. It does uh, save having them die. I, I think it would be preferable if they did not die. Why? More heroic that way. I agree. If we can avoid it, I think it would be better because... Oh, I guess. Hmm. We've got something here. So, Mist, you ready to get in disguise? Mist has not dismissed his disguise and still looks like he's dressed in ceremonial garb. Good to good to go here. So we're voting. I vote the dead plan. For the first and only time ever, I agree with the imp. Tingles, I have a special mission for you. One question. Does it involve fire? Potentially. I'm in. Do you see that little basket on the counter? You want me to light the cat on fire? No, 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 no. I want you to protect the cat. And if anyone tries to harm it, you light them on fire. <sighs> All right, I suppose. Somebody better come for the cat, though. Wait, you... does the cat have enemies? Well, once this pops off, people could come here looking for us. Oh. Masha found okay. us, so who knows? But if anyone comes here looking for trouble... Protect the cat, light the building on fire, didn't meet say the you building. outside the didn't city. Say, gotcha. Didn't say, didn't say the building on fire, said said the, said the, the, any anyone threatening... The cat. Anyone who bursts in here, they come in with, you know, weapons instead of, like, gold for buying food or whatever. Whoosh. It, and may I also say, um, to protect Gruber as well. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Are we not in agreement that we also wouldn't want to lose Gruber? Yes, of course not. We, we don't want anything to happen to Gruber and Concord. Concord, too. Yes, correct. So you have three anything individuals. Anything to keep this from becoming a John Wick situation, I think, would be <laughs> ideal. The point is, you are the defender of this inn. Yes. Okay, I'm okay with that. But don't boss anyone around. Gruber is the one that is in charge here. You are in charge of protection. <laughs> All right. Mist winks at Tingles. Is there something unspoken going on? What? No. What? So, what? Hmm? What, Winley? You're looking at me very strangely. Even more strangely than usual. Well, I only have one eye to focus on now. Stop. <laughs> yeah, what's with the eye patch? Did somebody steal your eye? Dude, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose it. I'm going oh, to lose it <laughs> Winley, come on. I thought... All right, I'm sorry. I thought we were... I thought we were... Back to our, eh, miss, you're shorter than you used to be level of teasing each other. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure Gruber's taken care of. Is that such a he's, horrible thing? He's gonna be fine. No, nobody said that. He, he's gonna be fine. 
Tingles is very good at setting people on fire. But not him, right? Well, no, not <laughs> at setting bad people on fire. I do need an intact body, not a pile of ashes to resurrect, just to be clear. Oh, God, don't bring... No. I would prefer if we did not incinerate the people we are trying to rescue. What happened? What are we talking about? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. What's going on? <laughs> um, all right. So, are we ready to go? Where where do you need me to be? In the back. Like a distraction. I, I'm not sure I feel comfortable with uh, breaking into a prison. It feels like that might violate some laws. All right. And we're disguised as the bad people, so then if you were a distraction... Well, you could be our prisoner. <gasps> oh, missed! My dream come true! Well, I got an alternative. If Rotan's fuzzy on the whole breaking into the prison thing... Miss looks at Buck. How do you feel, big guy? All right, well, in that, I might be the better prisoner because I did just cause a, a mighty ruckus by being high off my ass the other day. Mm. That thought did cross my mind. Like, we, we captured the, um, the, the, that, that, yes. And look what the result would be. We'd have two teams, each with two casters and one, you know, smashy, stabby, punchy person. I'm sorry, I don't want to use meat shield because that feels very... What's the word I want? Accurate. Wait, no, that... Well, I'm the caster. Wow, all of these are Rude? accurate, but hurtful. Yeah, well, I don't want to do that. I, like, we're, 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 trying to, we're trying to be cognizant of everyone's feelings here because we need everyone to be in peak mental and physical performance because um, this is going to get worse before it gets better, I have no doubt. So, Rotan, Devi, and Desmond... Our plan, get them out of the river, and Mist, Winley, and Buck, our plan, get them out of the prison. And if we can't make it for some reason, you guys uh, are on deck to do backup stuff. Yes, split the party. Yes. And do we still have them sending stones? What's a sending stone? Mist pulls out three shards of, not sharp and painful, but like comfortable enough to hold fragments of crystal from his bag and tosses one to Rotan and speaks into it. Can you hear me now? Mist, give me a uh, spell check. I'm not going to tell you what the DC is. That's okay. My spell casting modifier is plus five. Ooh, 24. Rotan, you hear Mist's voice come out of that little shard. Oh. You also hear his voice in the room. It's almost like there's a moment delay and then you hear the voice out of the small shard. Oh, hello, tiny mist voice. Rotan, give me a spell check. Oh, cool. Check. This'll go great. Oh, fuck. Uh, 11. Mist, you hear him say that, but you do not hear anything in the crystal. Give that to Devi. Here you go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, ascending stone. Should I roll one? Yeah, roll if you're going to try to speak into it. 19. What do you say? Oh, you didn't, you didn't attune to it, Rotan. Hold on. Click, click, click. Hello, testing. After a moment, you hear that mist. Excellent. Uh, I got one more. He looks between Desmond and Winley. I have sending, so... Okay, so, you, so if things go south, you have a way to get in touch with us. He tosses the other sending stone to Winley. That way, if we get separated and need to go invisible or something, we have a way to link up. Sure. Buck, we'll make sure that if things are going really bad, one of us grabs you when we go invisible and keeps you with us. Gee, that. Nobody gets left behind here. All right. I'm, you got it, boss. Anyone got anything we want to do before we actually head out? 
preparations, uh, scrolls, potions, anything we need to try and get in the next couple of hours. Devi has, you have Revivify or, so, or something similar, just in case. I have right? several things similar, yes. Excellent. <laughs> I'm a little concerned by the way you said similar. Winley, could we have a moment oh, just to speak oh, in private? I guess. Sure. So Rotan will, will go into the back room. Winley, I am uncertain if I should ask this, because I know you're having a rough time, uh, but I wouldn't do it if I didn't think it was important. Okay. My sister brought you back from death. Did you see anything before you came back? Yes. Can you describe it to me? And Rotan looks genuinely uncomfortable now and he says because i've never i've never seen anything how many times have you died roton oh more than 10 you have to understand i think it has to do with my eye because i don't think that whatever is controlling this part of of me wanted me to die so a sort of frenzy began, and it was almost like I was watching the world end in front of me. It was green fire everywhere, but it felt like this horrible, dreadful thing was still holding me to this plane. It doesn't really make sense, and doesn't really make sense to me at all. It was just this horrible heat horrible, dreadful green, and a very scary sort of person speaking. And I, well, it was just awful. I'm sure that doesn't make any sense to you, but it doesn't really make much sense to me. I am sorry that you had that experience, and uh, I thank you for sharing it with me. I guess we have a little secret between us now. <laughs> A sort of thing to... I don't know. You and I haven't been very well off. And then, of course, with me breaking Gruber's heart and all, you said you were... Well, you look disappointed in me. I hope after today, you don't feel the same way, at least about that. I, uh, I certainly understand why you uh, made the choice that you did. I don't think... Gruber does, and uh, that is what I find troubling. Thank you, Whitley, for this little chat. But Rotan still looks troubled. Look, sometimes you just gotta learn some shit. I always end this with questions, so it's about time we got some actual answers. Anyway, will Winley free herself of Squiddy McFuckface's influence? Will Rotan be able to throw the cursed writ, I mean blade, into the fire? Will the rescue plan go completely tits up? Did I even need to ask that last one? Find out next time on Multiclass Theater!
Winley, where did you get that eye? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I kind of uh, remember. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> it was so long ago. Can we get? Can I get a refresh? A, <laughs> yeah, I fought you, somebody. <laughs> you fought a Deathlock. Oh shit! And yeah, I did. <laughs> killed it, and then took the gem from its eye and held it up to your own, and it screwed its way inside your eye socket. I feel like right. one would remember that. Okay, give me a break. <laughs> this was like two. This is almost three I'm years sorry. ago. I, I <laughs> this was, no, just, and we weren't like even Marcus. all together. I wasn't yeah, I even say, with yeah, you guys. <laughs> Mike, you were there. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm well aware. Like, yeah, he I knows. Know. Mist is finding this out for the first time that she has had this sitting in her eye socket the, the entire time. Okay. Um, so take that out, and I'll let me let me. Actually, was Devi there too? Devi was. It was, it was the final fight because. Yeah. It was, yeah. Devi was with Desmond and Winley. Yeah, and, and Marcus and uh, Beatrix I, were there I too. I also was so. listening. And Arthur, not the new. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Death. I don't know how long it took. I don't know how many months, probably close to a year, but I now, just now, at this second, unlocked Kenobi's ultimate. I am done with that fucking grind. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you did it. That took entirely too long. Yep, that's why I don't even care about Jabba. Like, I, I'm, I'm still picking at Bausch, but like, you know what? I need Bausch, I need Skiff Lando, I need the random Wookiee that... Random Wookiee OC do not steal. Um, uh, Kardashian or whatever. Is, it's similar to that. Whatever. Yeah, I'm going back to like the old, all the like lower tier ones that I skipped over, like Beskar Mando and Ray and. And you need um, Beskar Mando for the Razor Crest, which you need for the Profundity, or no, you need Beskar Mando for the Razor Crest for the Executor for some reason, because you know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Even though I'm not too far from Zombie Palpatine, I just, I don't have it in me. I don't have it in me to do that grind again. It's so terrible. It is. What grind? It's for the mobile game Galaxy of Heroes. When Ari shows up, I'd never spend money on that game, but I'd spend money on Ari. (laughs) I'll just say that. (laughs) Ari's going to be everywhere. Yeah. It's going to be bigger than Curly Fries. (laughs) Step aside, R2-D2. <laughs> We're Coming going in Happy Meal. <laughs> oh, man. And we do have our friend who we've met, um, who, who might also be able to give us some, some insight into maybe where they're being held or, or something. The guard? Yeah. Uh, the, 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 um, what's his name? Uh, the one that helped us with, with all the murders and stuff. Oh, <laughs> the... Domo or um Morbo? No, that's. <laughs> I can't even keep them all straight. There were seventeen of them. They all had the, the same similar names. The guard who helped but... us with all to- the murders. mystery. <laughs> 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 Tony Romo? No, um, but you know the nice one. It was um at the end. Oh, fucking hell! I can't remember these. Actually, oh, uh, I oh oh oh, the episode where we were all sick. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't write these things down. I leave that to Mike. Did I write his name down, or was I, you know, so busy being sick, having deep throated that fire wasp? Praising. J- nope, Jamar was. Uh... That, sound, that sounds familiar. Javet, which is totally oh, yeah, not right. the same as Javert. It's Javert, yeah, yeah, that's right. Totally it was different. Javert. That's not right. inspired by. Not inspired at all by nope. a certain inspector from a very famous musical and overlong book. 
Javert. Did you ever finish that, Adam? Uh, I'm somewhere in book four, but I, yeah, I'm taking a break. <laughs> you know what you should have named him, Diana? You should have gone with Inspector Gaget. <laughs> Thank, there we go. There we go. Spare it for an artificer. Yeah. <gasps> so next time we do a one-off. <laughs> well, this is interesting. I have this spell called Water Walk, and it says, it says, the spell grants the the ability to move across any liquid surface, such as water, acids, whatever, uh, as if it were harmless solid ground. It says if you target a creature submerged in a liquid, the spell carries the target to the surface of the liquid at a rate of 60 feet per round. So how does that affect someone in a cage? Yeet. <laughs> Just yeet them up to the, <laughs> the top of the cage. They and become <laughs> Julian. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> then we put yes. them back together and the Debbie resurrects them. <laughs> Done. As long as all the pieces are there, it's fine. <laughs> They're in a cage. Go collect every sliver and you're good. Um, it, hold, it, excuse me. Hold on. My eye is starting to burn. If you attack us, we will attack back. (laughs) Nope, nope, nope. God, now I'm not sure if she's being serious or not. (laughs) I really was. Just give me a second. No, I was. Um, um, okay. No, (laughs) hold on. Never mind. Just cut that out. Now, now I can't do it. Rotan <laughs> no, no, I want to hear this. Grab some poster board and scrolls. Fuck you, squid face. <laughs> On it. <laughs> can, can you imagine that my eye patch just catches on fire and um, Shoboloth is like, fuck you. I'm going to see whether you want me to. <laughs> That's up to the DM. No, never mind. Just take that out. No, not sending stones. Sending fragments of crystal from season uh, oh, last season. La- was it? Jeez, was it just last season? Yeah. Okay. Mist, I, th- I thought you put everything in your bag. I thought you have everything. I well, <laughs> but those things are those things we actually need to. I I thought everybody had one of the because we turned someone turned the little shards of crystal that. We looted from the tower way back when into the whole... Oh, right. We had that done in tier. We had... Yes, it was like episode two, one... It was episode one last year. Okay, so I have one, Rotan has Silway one, and has Silway one, Rotan has, has one. one. Okay, so... Were those translators? Right, so we at least each have... Or was that... I'm thinking about the other end no, of the They were season. translators. Was that it? They were just translators? I thought they were walkie-talkies, too. No, they were translators that... Ah. So you could understand... Tyrion, because nobody they were crystal. Thought we they had were, them. Uh, they were granite. <laughs> they were different. You got to choose. Okay, I thought we had turned which th- rock you wanted. I thought we had turned something into. You might be right. I, I'm not remembering it though. I'm. I'm. I got my. I got my level. I have here sending in my in my inventory, uh, my list of crap in my bag. Sending stone parentheses shard of crystal wand. Because it was the the crystal wand that we had in the tower where I got the green oh that staff. was that was season two shadow oh, yeah I I don't not have I'll it say, I don't remember that um yeah because we got them in we got them in we got the shard I, I mean you those... could try you've never used them so you don't know if they'll work but 
That's true. Okay, so I see they weren't the ones from Tyr. Those were just the translator stones. Right. Well, they I were thought, the ones from the tower. I think we had translate. I think we got translation stones in Tyr. We also had them turn the shards into sending stones somehow. Maybe I can't remember. Hey, listeners, uh, <laughs> let us know. That was a long time ago. Somebody's got a wiki for us. I'm sure. No. Oh no, we don't have a wiki yet. I wish. But... Oh gosh, like honestly. Diana, you dream of, of fan art. I dream of us showing up on wiki or a uh, wiki or TV tropes or something like that. Um, but somebody out there has listened to us multiple times. Please, re- <laughs> Trevor, caffeine. Now I'm looking in your direction. <laughs> Mind us when we got those sending stones. <laughs> yes, and, and you'll hear this well after we've Decided completed on. the story arc. So you know, the whole uh, universe has changed fine. in between then and now. 